Like, I can see how it was Just in how beautiful a person could be on camera, mostly. Listen, George... I'm a huge George Clooney fan. Well, he's, He's like, not even as attractive, like, when he's younger. Really? For me, it's all about that fucking Dr. Mark Green. He's a grumpy guy getting divorced. I love him. Here's a great question. Are we recording? Because this would be a good intro to this. We're talking about questions. Is this mic too hot? I think it's fine. If okay. you you could turn it down. Here's a, here's what I was thinking about today. We're talking about crushes, right? Yeah. I was thinking about. Is this a new format for my show? Is this Pete Holmes style? Oh God, we're recording. Oh yeah, the like fake. Yeah. <laughs> this right. wasn't fake. This is Brian taking the lead. Anyways, yeah. go on. Um, I was thinking earlier today a really important question. Uh huh. Is anybody gonna want to fuck me after I'm 29? <laughs> ever? Yeah. I think oh, so. that's good to hear. No, <laughs> I think, I mean, like, for many, like, dudes, better with age, like, fine wine. Okay, so that was what I was thinking about, is this idea that, oh, salt and pepper guys, they can be a silver fox. They can be hot, right? Yeah, yeah. But women don't get that that uh, benefit as they get older, right? And I was like... Unless they're people, freaking MILFs. Unless they're MILFs. By yeah. definition, a MILF is someone that someone mo- wants a, to fuck. A mother, yeah. But the thing is, like... W- I feel like people say that, but they don't actually want... You know what I mean? They're like, oh, he's a silver fox. They don't actually want to have sex with him. They just like (laughs) feeling good because they called an old guy hot. I mean, I don't know. I've always been into older people, so we'll see how that works out for me. You know? I'm like... This is like what this hypersexualized world does to me is I'm literally like... Right, but is someone going to want to fuck me like 10 minutes before I die? No, like, probably I, not. No, but I need Unless you it die young. I need to die as fuckable as possible. Well, people, it depends. Like, we don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I know what I'm going to look like when I'm older because I have the same fucking face as my mom. Like, All right, I know what I'm going to look like when I get older because I have the same fucking face as Bono. <laughs> and I'm going to look like shit. I mean, well, what? Yeah. Is no. your mom a MILF? I think my mom's very cute, very cool. Cool. I mean, yeah, she's like, but it's also like confidence, you know? Definitely. She's, she's like lived a life. Mm-hmm. She's going to be here next week. Oh, really? She's going to meet uh, the boy I'm kissing. How funny. She's going to be the boy you're she's kissing? She's going to meet. Oh. Isn't that funny? <laughs> like, they, like, she was like, can I meet? And I was like, no. No. Um, like weird, you know, like it's not that's that, that, like, that she's feels gonna steal serious. Your man. Well, no, I was like, that feels serious in a way that this isn't, you know? Um, and she's like, no, yeah. relax. It's fine. I'm like, okay. You're right. Know. Even if like, we're super all like, you know, millennial and we're like, it's fine. Let's like yeah. kiss. It doesn't mean anything. No labels. As soon as your parent is there, it's like, you're still not comfortable being like, yeah, mom, just don't worry about it. Like, well, the thing is, let's it's have like, brunch with this guy, but yeah, don't try to, yeah. Uh, Like, I love my mom and I love my friends meeting my mom because I think she's, like, great and I think she contextualizes me a lot. I'm like, you see? This is where it is. This is where it's all from. (laughs) People are always looking for context of you. (laughs) That's what I think. Everyone's like, she's a piece of a jigsaw puzzle. (laughs) What is the puzzle I'm just so complex. (laughs) No. (laughs) But, like, the thing is, is she was like, no, whatever. Because he's, like, going to come over and... uh, like get like my nightstand he's like taking some of my shit i know who this person I is i know but, but okay, we okay. can't we, it's a surprise because here's cool. the thing is like after that we're recording um his episode because it's going to be the season finale oh, that's so great yeah um but then Kissing he like the host's ass over here <laughs> yeah you should um 
but then but then he like texted me today and he was like what's your leak your week like blah blah and I was like my mom's coming blah blah and he's like oh my god can I meet her and I'm like why are you they're both the ones that like really I don't know want to meet each yeah. other I guess and they're I'm both like, irrepressible yeah I'm more like okay sure I guess you're the shame matrix I guess <laughs> I didn't think I would ever be that's um, so funny Anyways, this is my podcast. I'm Rebecca. It's called Classroom Crush. This is a podcast an, the whole time. The whole time it was a podcast. Crazy. <laughs> um, uh, the, the, this is Brian, and it's his second time on the show. Hey, everybody. Listen to this. Brian Bennett, baby. Ooh, that's a dice. A die? The last podcast left behind dice. Di- is it die? A dice? It's both. A die, a, a dice. A single is a dice. Uh, no, a single is a die. It's called a when there's one, it's called a die, and when there's two, it's called a milf. <laughs> oh, we're good. We're going so strong with jokes today. I'm really excited for this episode. Good, because you have a wild story. Yeah. Yeah, this is the story of uh, the last time I was on this podcast. We talked about a love triangle, right? Which I loved. I and love. That's one of my all-time yeah, favorites. Yeah, it was a great. Um, it was a great uh, alignment of because we both had love triangles. Now this is a love triangle, but not in the conventional sense of that word. Mm. No, not at all. Wait, Let's which word? Define our terms. Love or triangle? <laughs> triangle. <laughs> well, then is it a different shape? The musical instrument. Oh, ding dong! That makes people fall in love. <laughs> cool. Um. No, uh, this is a love triangle in the sense that I am in the middle of a triangle and there were three different objects of, Around of affection. Yeah. Ooh. So instead of like two people being interested in one person. Okay. Yeah. So this is an incredibly messy story. I love There's it. There's no good way to tell it. Great. But most importantly. Yeah. It's a story. Of. A baby. A baby. Uh. That didn't get <laughs> born. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Weirdly enough, literally episode of Grey's Anatomy that I'm watching right now. Okay. Sandra O oh, just found out she's preggers. Oh, really? Yeah, she's going to abort. Did it. they write it in? Did she really get preggers? It's and the they first season, so I doubt it. I think she's aborting it. You're gonna tell me about the messy uh, story. I'm gonna tell yeah. you. Um, since I'm out, basically out of crush stories, cool. I'm, I'm doing some celeb crush, a celeb crush, an early formative one, but we'll get to that later. The inside of your soul is like one of those mountaintops that they exploded off in Appalachia and it's cool. just mind clean and there's just <laughs> miserable people around it. That, there's cool. nothing left there, of stories. No, there are stories, there's but no it's just love like left. not sustained. I'm, I, you know, I'm not going to add any frills to things that aren't you know like i was thinking about there, there's a Don't guy from it. tumblr that i did remember recently like oh my god i was friends with a guy from tumblr who lived in new york and he visited miami and i fully made out with him when i was 17 F- totally forgot okay <laughs> tell me your story no i don't think you actually told us what yours was even going to remotely be about right oh well i mean i'm gonna talk about ron weasley <laughs> slash Rupert Grant. Oh, of course. Yeah, and there's some stuff, and we're going to talk about it. Okay. But we'll, we'll talk about it later. That's great. We'll take a little breaks. Great. Yeah. That's great. All and right. if you think I'm basic, I'm actually not. I'm really edgy. No, being into Daniel Radcliffe is basic. I think so, right? Being into Emma is, like, worse than basic. <laughs> 
and being into Rupert is galaxy just brain. the right way, the yeah. right place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, it's Mama Bear, Papa oh, Bear. Yeah. <laughs> I've always been on the right side of history as far as basicness goes. That's like... the story. Goldilocks went into the house, and the three main <laughs> cast <laughs> members of Harry Potter were sleeping, <laughs> but super horny. Yeah. And, they were and, like, pick me. And Goldie went up to Harry, to Daniel Radcliffe yeah. and was like, mm, mm. too basic. And Daniel was like, damn it, Goldilocks. <laughs> no, he was like, damn it, Goldilocks. <laughs> I'm not even going to try because I was too perfect. <laughs> Thanks. No, wait. What's what's better British slang? Um, bugger off. <laughs> Won't you ponce me nonce? Oh, uh, um... You, what did David Sims say in his episode? Plonka. You plonka. Anyways. <laughs> What's so great about British slang is that every word means what it sounds like it means. Yeah. They just like go. It's you so know, good. It's just they'll call you a twat and it'll mean yeah. I love you if they say it a certain way. And it'll mean like you're the worst person ever. They say it a different way. Yeah. They get what like language. I'm hooked yeah. on phonics is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Don phonics work for me. Um, beautiful. <laughs> so my story is yes. about uh, a journey Yeah. Uh, when that I took. When does it begin? We're talking 2014. Okay, but how old are you? Are I'm you? 2014 years old. Thank you for interrupting. <laughs> um, God, I, this is going to be a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm tw- I don't know how old I am, but I'm a senior in college. You uh, were... I went on my study abroad program to Vietnam. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm there to study. There's only 10 people there from my school. Mm-hmm. There's like nobody there. And um, while I'm there, uh, right, literally in the airport right before I went there, yeah. my college girlfriend and I like broke up like at the air. You know oh my what God, I mean? Like, so dramatic. She was just like, well, what am I going to do? Date you while you're in Vietnam? And I was, was she like, like dropping you off or like literally? Yeah. Oh my God. And I was like, yeah, you're going to keep dating me. <laughs> what for are you sick for how long? Dude, I was such an asshole. I was, yeah, yeah for like five, four to six months. I don't Jeez, know. That's I was just time. like, yeah, what are you going to do? Like have sex with somebody else for six months? <laughs> it's like legitimately like, <laughs> But, I was but like, we're the ones that have sex. Right. That's us. <laughs> I was like, I feel like you don't understand what happened so far. <laughs> so like we're at the airport and she's like sobbing and I'm like not sobbing, but I'm the one who's like being broken yeah, up with. Yeah. But whatever. I go. You're just to- not emotionally available like that. It's fine. <sighs> Man, I was so emotionally available. I just don't cry. Like, I was, okay. like, very, like, hey, here are my emotions. Take them. And she was like, no, you're going to need those in Vietnam. <laughs> Take them with you. And I was like, no, 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 no. I want them to stay here. Yeah. Uh, so I went there, and so I was very, like, raw. You know, I was yeah. just, like, looking for love for sure did once I got Did you cry on the plane? Did you look out the window? I just haven't cried since I was, like, t- A baby. Uh, two years old. Yeah, I don't know. It's, <laughs> okay. It just sucks. I'm an emotional Let's person, but I just don't cry. Let's make you cry. Yeah. <sighs> I cried recently. I can't remember what it was about. Um, sorry. That sounded... The state re- of the nation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I cried Sometimes recently I when I was cry. at Ellis Island, and I was looking at the Statue of Liberty, and I was like, that dame sure is beautiful. <laughs> that, that broad, that, that leggy broad. I wish I could just... Give her the kiss Give she needed. Give her a needed. big old kiss. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who the woman that the Statue of Liberty is based on is. I'm sure there's going to be a movie. <laughs> or there yep, was. Yeah, probably. <laughs> about something. Eventually. Okay, okay. Maybe the X-Men. Okay, this is my fault. Anyways, you're, you're 
out of the plane. So I got the there and like, I was just kind of like, Don't I was the- <laughs> play with the fucking dice. And I rolled uh, the dice. <laughs> I got there and I was just kind of like, there to study abroad, but was also deeply needy, mm-hmm. you know, in this way that I was just like, I'm going to fall in love with anyone now. Oh, was it a, was it a mission or was it was just like an inevitable? It was thing? like the mission that I'm on with it. You know what? I'm I'm Jason Bourne. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm Jason Bourne. Unfamiliar. I've seen none of the movies. Oh really? I think. <laughs> I don't know. Jason Bourne. But I get the he, concept. See, he had his memory erased. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. he's on a mission even though he doesn't know he's on a mission. That's what's going <sighs> me on too. with me. I'm like, I'm not r- trying to make anybody fall in love with me, but, but subliminally, I'm, I'm doing all my moves. Yeah. I'm just like, wait, what am I doing laying this, this net trap in the middle of the street? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm capturing Chewbacca. <laughs> uh, yeah. So when I got there, I quickly encountered three different people who are the three people in this story okay uh-huh one okay of- <laughs> god what <laughs> so they're really aggressively like okay you fucking idiot <laughs> i'm listening intently <laughs> i'm a good host nothing's enough for me i need okay. a giant ear listening to every thought i have you meet these three people and and let's set it up this way that we'll have three stories okay and one of them is named we're not gonna fake names like we did last Sick. time even though that was the best part of the last episode these <laughs> no. people are named they were better there were good parts besides that there these people are named uh alex okay Alex is the second one and the first one. There's two Alexes. And then the is third... this real or are yeah, you just doing no, I'm not a kidding. Bit? No, the first one's named Alex. <laughs> the second one is named Alex. And the third one is named Nhi. Alex, Alex, Nhi. Yeah. But see. Why, why there gotta be two Alexes? So confusing. Gotta why there gotta be two Alexes? <laughs> Everyone's name is Alex or Dan. And um, the third. Uh, yeah, why? Yeah, interesting. Anyway. It's true. Uh, and the third, <laughs> so true, U.S. <laughs> Census Bureau finds 96% of people are named Alex or Dan. Yeah. And the uh, third person's name is Nee, right? Which, like, uh, the person who who broke up with me, like, at the airport was named Nina. Ooh. Right. So, dang, that's So sick. then I get there, and, like, the first crush I have is named Nee. Oh, my God. And it's, like, you that's must be the like, first half of that this? name. What is this? Yeah, I was pissed. I was pissed at God, like I usually am. Yeah. We explored that (laughs) last time. Um, Don't remember that. Did we talk about God? For sure did. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Didn't listen to the episode after it came out. Didn't listen while I was talking. Good. (laughs) It just happened. Just let it go. So, so yeah, I get there, and and, and I'll just quickly, I guess, lay out who each of these three people are. Yeah, give me a cast list. Give me a little We've got Alex. This is a, a woman. Do we have okay? Do we have a, an initial? Should we throw in an, an initial? In there? No. No. Okay, no, we're I just gonna be Alex. Just feel confused and frustrated. Okay, cool. Uh, this is Alex. Woman. Yeah, and she is a fellow study abroad program person. Got it. Um, yeah. Had so, you known her before? This no, not not at all. Like I just like met her and, and but but her story uh, will. We'll get to her. Ooh. That's the best line in horrible movies. And the person's like, but we'll come back to that. <laughs> yeah. 45 minutes later. You, okay. That's and then the second be. person is named Alex because this is the name that he's kind of christened himself with. almost Actually, literally, in that he is a Vietnamese man <laughs> okay. uh, living in Vietnam who's never met an American person before. And 
his real name is New, but he calls himself Alex for his, I don't know. Yeah. They do that. I don't know. <laughs> like they, they, do that. they give themselves, it's not like we got yeah. there and gave ourselves Vietnamese names. They could have just kept calling themselves <laughs> their real names, but whatever. Okay. So there's two Alexes, right? And yeah. they're best friends. And one of them is a Vietnamese man, a man who had, according to him, seven boyfriends Okay. One in Japan, one in uh, Thailand. Wait, he but he lives there. He lives How in Vietnam. How does he know woman Alex? Because uh, he is my student guide to oh, Vietnam. okay. See, Loyola has picked a person and hired them to guide, guide me through you. this nation. Got yeah. it. Got it. And uh, I was, I just <laughs> was there and I was like, show me the nation the way. of Vietnam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So let's start with your main imports and exports. <laughs> and uh, so those are the two Alex's, right? Yes. So one and of they're them, friends. They are best friends. Yes. And then the third person is also his best friend. So they're all friends. They're all friends. Yeah. Uh, the third person is uh, Ni. And Ni is uh, an intellectual dissident in Vietnam. Okay. She is an, a really smart Vietnamese woman who's uh, nonconformist in her social life, but also in her like view of how things should work. Which in this country, mm-hmm. uh, like some a BBC estimate said that like twenty percent of the country. Oh, we're getting smart. Go on. What <laughs> I said, we're getting smart. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> tell, me, no, tell me more. <laughs> 20% of the country is... Yeah, now we're like on NPR. Yeah. <laughs> 20% of the country was employed by the essentially like rat narc part of the communist government. Mm-hmm. So this is like a highly conformist country in their, both their social values, which are very traditional and family oriented, and in their political values, which are very like, please don't fuck with me communist government. Yeah. So she was like a person who was like... I'm living like, on the fuck edge. This. Yeah. Like she yeah. is. So those are our three people. Right. And I meet them all basically at the same time. How old is she? My age. You're, okay. You're all, you're all the same. We age, never actually basically. established my age, but I'm that whatever you think that is. We're Got all it. like 20. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Uh, so yeah. Where do I go next? What's the next thing I have to say? <laughs> it's your, I don't fucking know your story. Uh, so you all meet. Um, do you so well, how, do, how do you line, how do you all meet first? right so we all meet like in some bar which is mostly where all of these stories happen because in vietnam cool. that's it is in an incredibly crowded place mm-hmm. uh ho chi minh city we're in saigon which is one of the most crowded cities in the world outside of maybe like mexico city or like hong kong and if you want to cross the street there you just do it <laughs> they yeah. don't have street lights they're just like if you just want to cross the street like what Go you essentially it, do is like roll a dice oh my god i'm gonna fucking kill you hell yeah so yeah it's it's very yeah. crowded and and uh so you spend the only time the only space you get is when you just go to like a public bar like mm-hmm. that's the only place you can talk to anybody and, and plus um, you can get freaking wasted so beer there costs 50 cents a beer damn you you're getting freaking owing (laughs) (laughs) getting wasted is such a great feeling and that Mm. is actually a pretty important part for me for me one of my favorite things to do is actually to get wasted (laughs) it's crazy see the reason i'm not laughing or going along (laughs) with this bit is because i just literally believe that so i i wish (laughs) i'm not that cool (laughs) not about you (laughs) okay okay so so wait who is, I don't know if this is like spoiling your story, but like, no, who are you getting a crush on? All right. So here's how it goes. All right. All right. Uh, let's get this 
a month into my time in Vietnam, not that much has happened emotionally. Mm-hmm. And I Skype my person who broke up with me at the airport. Why? Nina, Don't do that. Because I'm still in love with her and I was lying to myself. Yeah. And I Skype her and I'm like, hey. And she's like, hey. And then I'm like, I love you. Yeah, I love you. Hey. I'm so alone. Totally. I'm just like a fucking like, just like worm. It's like if you like were about to step on a worm and the worm's like, please don't. And you just you're. It but instantly makes you want to step on the worm more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so please take this life. So that was a bad Skype conversation, and like I don't know. Uh, how, Nothing gets resolved for like you emotionally. What's the heaviest topic you've gotten? Have you got gotten in any suicide stories on this yeah. podcast? Yeah, like so, touched. Yeah, <laughs> we touched suicide. We touched upon. And I'm just like. I'm just like not in a great place at the time. So we like finished this, we finished this Skype conversation. I'm like, well, like she's done. I have been crushed mm-hmm. like a worm. Uh, I'm Barack Obama now. <laughs> and I were, I happened to be on the 11th floor of this building. And I like walk down the hallway and like look out the window and I'm like, time to go. Do you think about it? No, I don't think about it. I am it. I'm just like, Fuck this living thing. Oh, my like, God. Based off, like, one Skype conversation, you know, which is, just, I mean, it's yeah. kind of like a, like, fragile masculinity thing. You get break, broken up with, and you're just like, time to jump off a building. <laughs> it's like, wait 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> Take a breath. Literally, as I'm standing there, uh, my roommate comes out, who's just this, like, adorable little dude who, like, doesn't, he's not on... And he just comes out. He's like, what's up, bro? How's it going, bro? And I'm like, not now. Not (laughs) now. I need to jump. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, want to go get like a... I want to go get like a sandwich. Oh, I love him. (laughs) And he's like, I heard they have like a real like on-brand Doritos at this like... At this like one deli. You want to go there? And I'm like, no, I'm trying to leap. Oh, God. Uh, So I'm stalled there first. And I'm like, I'm like, how do I get him out of here so I can jump? But also like, yeah, Doritos are probably better than dying. (laughs) Yeah. And then like uh, Alex walks in. And at this point, like Alex, the woman, the American woman, I had never like thought about this person. But she like walks in and I just like looked at her and she's like, hey, what's going on? And I just like looked at her. And like instantly, and then you're like, oh wow, yeah. The fish hooks of my mind were just like, that's your thing now. Yeah, and it's it like makes... she walked in and she was like, I can be your hero. I can kiss away the pain. Oh yeah. Or like if she literally actual yeah, Ricky had walked in. <laughs> yeah. Wait, is that Ricky Martin? That's fucking Enrique Iglesias. Jesus okay. Christ, please have fucking respect. <laughs> okay. I, I have respect. I, I don't uh I suck. But I love yeah. that song. It's a wish, great song. I wish he had just walked in <laughs> bare shirted, covered in oil, and oh, I would yeah. have been like That music video is devastating. So good. What Look happens at, in that music video? He like, oh, there's like drug money and like a girl. What? <laughs> it's like a feature film. It's not it's, just like a guy who kisses a girl and it's No, over. there's a part where he like like goes and like faces off this guy and like it's fucking Jennifer Love Hewitt is in the music video. <laughs> and she's like, no, no. And then he like, and he's like, he I have to. Her? And he like punches him. Yeah. And then he's all beat up and then there's like rain and he's all like, rain. I will stand by you. Just like crying forever crying you can um, take so my i breath away. i see her okay. and <laughs> she's like i just see her and i'm just like there's my there's what my new that's thing what is i need that I'll, yeah. yeah it's just like awful i mean people are awful i was awful mm-hmm. i am awful i don't know just this thing of like 
But I 100% would have written that in a like a fan fiction or something when I was in like sixth grade. <laughs> but it was my real life. Yeah, no. Which makes me suck. <laughs> You're like, no, I validate your existence by pointing out that I would have written it when I was no, a terrible like, writer. What I'm saying is I understand. Excuse me. I was a good writer. <laughs> as in we'll, sixth grade. As we'll find out later, oh. honestly. Um, no, what I'm saying is I Your relate to the drama of like seeing a person and then just like deciding. I you can know? be your hero, baby. baby. Now, yeah. <laughs> what's great about her is that she didn't have any interest in me at all. <laughs> so I was like, in the moment, if I could have foreseen the future, I would yeah. have just jumped again. No. But <laughs> so yeah, I that's that's Alex one, mm -hmm. and then that's Ni one. Is just I I just meet her. She's super intelligent. She's like a radical. She's cool. Yeah. And uh, let's be honest, like she has basically the same name as the woman who just broke up with me, who so was you also gotta a latch radical onto intellectual. That some way, yeah. Yes, I have my replacement. Mm -hmm. Like I've got my baby formula <laughs> instead of mother's milk. <laughs> mother's milk is your ex girlfriend. <laughs> And That's then disgusting. I've got my fake nipple, which is like the oh, full on, God. like trying to save myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. And then uh, finally we have Last Alex. And Last Alex is is the man with many boyfriends mm -hmm. spread throughout the Asiatic. Brag. Yeah, I mean, fully. He bragged a lot, but it was great. Yeah. Uh, the horniest person I've ever met in my entire life. Seems like it. You could got talk that many to him BFs. for five seconds. And by the fourth second, he would be telling you about his like, bathing practices for <laughs> boys anuses like he's just so <laughs> and of course all this is translated to you by a non-native speaker so he's yeah. he would like stop he would be like i have them wash their like i like uh i need them to wash their um hold on and he'll go into like duolingo oh and i'll come God. back and be like anuses <laughs> and i'd be like yeah, yeah, yeah that's I think probably that was the word, word. anuses yeah. yeah it sounds about right you know and i'm like <laughs> blushing but also like so like, so oh my that god, was but him. Holes? Oh my god. And uh he's the story of uh he is the one who led me down the path of potential fatherhood. I'm just going to leave no. that there for now and we'll really? get to that cuz the timeline this that doesn't happen until things are already brewing with potential the other Potential fatherhood. Yes. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Am I a father? Won't say yet. <laughs> We'll see. Okay, I'm loving this. <laughs> and that's the end of the introduction of these three stories. Should I tell you about uh, Rupert Grant as a little breather? I'd love to hear about the redheaded wizard. Okay. So um, I was thinking, I was this, by the way, I'm just loving everything about this so far. This is going to be a little palate yeah. cleanser. So um, one of my first, like, celeb character, like, whatever crushes was Ron Weasley. And I'm like OG from like day one, you know? And I'm and I, I also love Like reading the books? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I read the books in a weird way. So but like I will also just say that like I also thought because I think this is important, I always thought that Malfoy was hot and people were like, yeah. no, Malfoy's not hot. And then later they were like Malfoy is hot. I'm like back off. I've always thought that. I would argue that Malfoy is the only hot character. He's so other hot. than McGonagall. <laughs> yeah so why do i love ron weasley and why is he formative to me okay obviously he's funny he's so funny right but he's the joke's on him though no he's never 
I guess he wisecracks. Some, sometimes he makes wry observations. He'll be like, I guess we're in trouble now. Like, I guess we're I in- don't think Mr. Voldemort will like <laughs> this, Harry. It's just, he's never this like is, witty. He's just no, like. No, he's funny. Okay, because here's the thing. Like I, his wand will break and he'll be like, uh-oh. Oh, that's, that's not very good, Harry. Yeah. He's a Harry, observational. my wand. <laughs> These are such good voices. Yeah. No, I think that last one is even closer what it is. It's yeah. just like the car will break and it'll be like, the car is broken. <laughs> Harry. Apron. The, the car's broken. <laughs> what are we going to do? Yeah. God, it's getting worse and worse. No, he's like caveman. No, you know what? But you know what I realized recently is that I'm like, okay, why do I love Ron Weasley so much? And why was, well, A, I love gingers, and that's just like how I began as a person. You oh, know, wow, he's really? the first. He's the first. I come from a very ginger family. Why haven't my you introduced me? My sister is the most me? ginger person in the world. Well. And my dead grandpa. Introduce me Do you me want to date either both. of them? Yes, please. <laughs> um, so I think I related to Ron, though. I was like, oh, I'm that one. Like, that's me. If I'm any of them, it's me. Yeah. Like, because... I'm like, especially, uh, you know, him being so into Hermione and like her being just like so above and him just being yeah. like a fucking loser. It's because Ron gets cucked over and over and, I was and like, that's real. I relate to that. Yeah. yeah. So I saw myself in him. Like, I mean, at least as I grew. You saw him um, in you. <laughs> well, okay. Famously, I know I've said this on the podcast before, but maybe they haven't, if you haven't listened to the episodes and you didn't know this, famously... Uh, Rupert Grin is the first person I ever imagined naked when I realized that I could oh, do that. Okay. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Um, what I did was, you imagine? Let's start at the toes. Listen, I think it was really accurate. Like, honestly, it was like Goblet of Fire era. So Has he ever had leaks? Wait, what? Has he ever had like nude leaks? No, I don't think so. Not like skin. Like, has his skin like, ever what? leaked? Has he had a potato leak? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> has he ever had latkes? <laughs> No, like, so that's a thing. When I realized that, like, your mind could do anything, I was like, oh, that's a thing I can do. So You're like, brain, download 3D image <laughs> no, of it naked was, Rupert No, it was Grin. literally the way that I imagined it, too. Yep, was like Vesuvian man. Yeah, just like, and, and but also just like spinning around, you know, slowly, like like in a, like a video exactly. game. Yeah, yep. so good. Choose your character. Yeah. So, add clothing? No, thank you. <laughs> no, Skip. And like, just, no, you have to add clothing. I'm You're just like, going to no. observe. Yeah. So he was, I, I like... Like started with the the movies right and then i ended up reading the books but i read them like fucking backwards i read like the sixth and then i read the like the fifth and whatever and then i read the seventh when it came out whatever it was stupid you were confused i was confused um but he was really my love and i had dr- i had a dream about harry potter and him, well, because it was like bo- it was the both of it. It was it was Rupert Grant and Ron Weasley because I feel like Ron Weasley and Rupert Grant kind of one and the same. You know, they're like kind of the same person. Yes. You know, so I was so desperately in love, right? And like I had a dream once, and I've always remembered this dream because it's like a dream that I have tried to have again because it was so <laughs> good, you know. And right. I. <laughs> do it again. Brian, are you listening to me? I would be kind of successful sometimes. Like, I've made it happen. Um, but it's like the sort of, like, sweet, perfect Where does thing. the dream take place? Okay, so listen. So I did not realize this until I went through. I have notebooks, right, from uh, from school, elementary school. And I did not remember this, but I wrote a story 
that is just the dream. Because I remember the dream so perfectly in detail. Yeah. And then I was flipping through and I was like, oh my God, this is the dream. So I wrote it. You wrote it down like the morning after or something? No, like I think I had like a journal, like in gifted class or some shit. I had like a journal um, prompt. Not going to ask what that where means. Where we could write okay. a, st- what, gifted? Keep it's going. I, it's that I was fucking gifted, dude. I was in gifted classes, all right? I was fucking. Welcome sp- to gifted class. Write down your erotic dreams. Listen, <laughs> it's basically fanfic. It's so good. And it's, and every detail is perfect because I, like I said, will always remember. Oh, well, I will, there's just like a couple things that I found in here that were Ron, Ron Weasley related. Oh my God. Um, I guess the prompt was probably like, tell me about your favorite character. This is from like fifth grade. And I was like, my favorite character is Ron Weasley because he is funny and is always there for Harry and Hermione. I think he is funny because his comments are so random sometimes and are really <laughs> stupid. <laughs> oh my god so random he's so random and i think i Ron thought is the like yeah bacon epic bacon no guy shut of... up we've confirmed that he is he's mean so okay yeah so this is a story called sophia because whenever i would write about myself i would name myself sophia because i thought yep. it was a really pretty name that's your avatar and this is like fully real and it's so perfect okay Sophia was a girl who, which by the way, please don't be so impressed by my fifth grade writing. Like it's really good. Okay. Dig in. This is good. I feel like I got a big tasty meal in front of me. It's, it's pretty good. I like it. Okay. Um, Sophia was a girl who lived in Miami Beach, but starred as Hermione in Harry Potter and still had to had time to go to dance class. Because um, I... <laughs> <laughs> because I was a dancer at the time. Oh my God. And I had aspirations to be a star. You were like everything that existed in the universe at one time. And I'm still that. <laughs> but she was also the solar system. Yeah. But okay. she was also the Earth. So I started as Hermione and Harry Potter and still had time to go to dance class. One day Sophia went to meet up with... See, this is, this is in the dream too, which was confusing. But I think in the dream, like what justified it was that she was playing a different character. But anyways, okay. One day, Sophia went to meet up with Emma Watson and Rupert Grant from Harry Potter. The three of them went to see a movie. Later, Sophia was walking and fell, but right before she hit the floor, Rupert caught her, but she twisted her foot, so Rupert carried her the rest of the way to the studio. Um, Which this part in the dream was like magical. Like, it was, like, a magical fall, right? And he, like, Guardian taught Leviosa. me. And I remember there were, like, f- I didn't write this, but there were, like, fall leaves. It was very, like, beautiful, like, orange. And it was really quiet out. Anyways, um, okay. Uh, Rupert caught her, but she twisted her foot, so Rupert carried her the rest of the way to the studio. They all went to their beds since they were on location. <laughs> Back at uh, the... Goldilocks. <laughs> yeah, like the way we had like trailers, you know. Yeah. Um, but you were playing. Listen, Hermione. okay. Listen, I'm in. They, they all went to their beds since they were on location. In the morning, Sophia's foot was still sore, so Rupert was so kind <laughs> to help her get around until they had to rehearse the movie. <laughs> then they had their break, um, and Sophia went over to Rupert and gave him a thankful kiss on the cheek, and he returned it. The end. <laughs> So sublim, like so. 
repressed. Oh God, no! Because so let me repressed. tell you, because I think like Rupert Grint was the beginning of my like fascination and obsession with like the idea of being on a movie and falling in love with like your co-star. Yeah. yeah. And oh my God, and and especially because I'm like I think so obsessed with body stuff because my body's just like broken. I mean, I my body wasn't broken yet, but it was like. But your knees are fucked up. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. So like. That's why there's this kind of like nurse element to this. Yes. I think like I from a very young age was just like, oh, if I fall, someone helps me. And then he's the love of my life. But it's so interesting because I think it goes so deep because I feel like in. I don't feel like you like identify or think about that like all the time in your like social interactions with people. Right. Like you don't feel like broken yeah or like i don't know i talk i feel like i talk about it a lot okay maybe i'm it's like literally currently i my body is in pain (laughs) and i think like it's it's so stupid because it's like you know there's no like this isn't a cure or whatever but i think it's also just um i think i've felt uh since i was little like like the only way for me to feel small is to like be physically hurt or something and like someone be like forced to take care of me. You know what I mean? I think it's like this weird mentality where it's like if I'm to feel like, you know, either worthy or like vulnerable enough to like warrant someone caring and attention. It's like, because I twisted my ankle, (laughs) you know, like I literally, I wrote um, when I can be your Rupert baby. (laughs) Exactly. Um, like I, when when I was starting to have knee shit and like my body was, you know, being bad, uh, I like got bad, <laughs> bad, bad, bad boy. Um, I got tested for rheumatoid arthritis. I like didn't have it, but then I got obsessed with the idea of having it. So I like wrote a story. I was like, I'm gonna write a book, and it literally had chapters. Uh, I didn't finish it, but it was about a girl who had rheumatoid arthritis and like was always in pain and like then it's like romantic and a guy like carries her backpack for her yeah <laughs> so this was like a theme you all know these tales of men kind of like helping you out yeah that's not that that was like is a, that the dream that's uh, or is there an, a more significant well, one coming so that's like the dream the natural dream that i had right. that i will never forget Tried and it just recreate. literally it was so nice and then i and then that dream like made me fall in love with like him more wait so you know? did the naked rupert grant dream come later that wasn't a dream that was just the thing that i realized i could think right i'm sorry that yeah. was real life yeah that was just me that like was thinking no dream. so so this that was hologram technology and i can't like i can't remember if i've talked about it on the podcast so if i have i'm sorry but it's really good um then when i realized that i could when i was like older this this i think was like goblet of fire era that was really like goblet of fire really was a point for me because i feel like that was like his hottest he was like had like that he was rocking that long hair and i was just very into it and it's also when you get like the little vulnerability of like him being sad about hermione not going to the yule ball with him and and that's where they start to drink butter beer and they get a little romantic yeah, Yeah. yeah so um when i when i it was around that time that i was also just sad and I realized I could just like daydream whenever I wanted. And I had a lot of like apocalypse fantasies. It's like my go-to, you yeah. know, real day after tomorrow shit. Yeah. Best movie. <laughs> so good. Rupert so. Grant plays the Statue of Liberty in that, <laughs> which I cried looking at. 
dem dem legs though. It all connects. <laughs> yeah. So I had a go-to fantasy that literally to this day, if I want to take a dip, I try because it's like so good. So this was my fantasy. Um, and it was that, so like I'm at Aventura Mall, which is just the big mall in, you know, in, in South Florida. And oh no, disaster strikes. There's a big natural disaster or something. And they're like, evacuate. You got to get out of here. It's a wave of earthquakes. It's, it's like something. Like, I never go, because this is the thing, I never see outside. Because they're like, evacuate, evacuate. And everyone evacuates. Um, and, like, these big steel doors come down, right? Oh and, but I don't make it out in time. And I am stuck. Like, there's no way to, for me to get out. I'm stuck in Big Aventura Mall. But Aventura Mall's still working, which is great. Like, like the lights, all the electricity is fine and whatever. So this is... Hey, welcome to Hot Topic? Yeah, like, no. But here's the thing. I'm completely alone. And this is how it, the, 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 the fantasy of it is in my head. Like, I have... It is detailed, you know? I have a week where I am completely alone and I'm just, like, sad and I'm wandering around and whatever. And then at one point, I, like, hear... Because Aventura Mall's big. Um, at one point I hear a noise and I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I like hear a noise and then I'm like, what the shit? And then it's Rupert Grant <laughs> and he's been there the whole time, but we just like haven't crossed paths cause it's like a big mall. But now you have. So we're like, holy shit. Wow. Oh my God. Another person. And then we like explore more, but yeah, we're the only people in Aventura mall and we don't know what's going on outside, but we hear bad shit and we're like, we can't leave so then we just start having fun and, <laughs> and so we have like a whole routine <laughs> thing <laughs> so yeah there's it's like um so since aventura mall is so lo- so big we like go to um like journeys or something whatever and or like quicksilver or something and we like get long boards so we both like ride long boards or skateboards as our mode of transportation to get around the mall which is very fun and we're just like in the food court and we're like baking cookies like big we're just like living this great like you know free life Rupert lifestyle it is so he probably much fun actually lives because he has so much money yeah, yeah. but so few opportunities i feel like the fantasy could be real for me but here's the thing and so I, I, with many of my fantasies, like like daydreams like this, is that it's like we're having so much fun and it's great, but then there's like that fear still. There's like a dark, you know, underlying the tone. The apocalypse. Yeah. So we usually li- like go to sleep in like the Macy's home furniture like section in like. <laughs> Listen, this is like this is real shit that is so detailed. in my head. Oh yeah, because also my <laughs> but natu- every detail makes perfect sense. Yeah, my like natural dreams are also very detailed, so it's just like yeah, um, these are written out. So we would usually just like sleep in separate beds that were like next to each other, like these big comfy Peck beds on the cheek at most. No, so like nothing. We would sleep on separate beds, but then there was like one night that it's like we just like hear a lot of like noise outside and it's just like it's scary and it's dark and like (laughs) and we're both kind of like there sleeping in the separate beds and I think I'm just like I'm like I'm scared and he's like me too (laughs) 
terrible. Me too. Me too. And then we both kind of just like go into the same bed. And like, it's like nothing happens at first, you know? We're just like sleeping there and like yeah, it's just a test bed. Comforting each other. <laughs> and it's like so drama and so romantic because it's so like it's also just so high stakes because we're just like we're the only people that have seen each other for like this long period of time yeah and then we've been on such good behavior so far we've been having so much fun trying to make the most of it but then like it gets real and then it like it's like we realize like that we only have each other you know so like then obviously we kiss and stuff but it's like it's very it's 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 not really very sexual it's more just like overwhelmingly emotional you know and but then rupert was like listen uh (laughs) my seed is quite potent right now well there were evolutions of it later where it was like because i would go back to this fantasy all the time and like tweak things and add things and like you know just live in it really um when i was very sad and I mean, there is a version of it that it's like, fuck, do we have to procreate? You know, because <laughs> like we don't know a, if a there's new anyone race else. Of, like ginger Cubans. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's like a very formative uh, relationship <laughs> with Rupert oh Grant. God. And it's like, I truly, I mean, I can still, obviously, I know every detail of that like story like yeah. so well. But I, I feel like it'll never be the same as like when I was like thinking of it in the no, moment. Like it was never. so, it felt so Your good. Your life as a human being only ever has about like eight to 20 moments that are yeah. actually real. Yeah. And everything else is you kind of trying to like get back in contact with those like memories. Because mm-hmm. it, yeah. it's like powerful. When and it like I, I would just like set like different music to it too. Like of like that. What? Um, well, well, like, so what I did when I read Harry Potter was I would read it at night, like when I'm supposed to be sleeping and every night I listened to 97.3, the coast and I would like listen to Delilah and also just like eighties music. So my soundtrack to reading like those really dramatic, like the Deathly Hallows and shit was eighties. I can be your hero, baby. No. That was a Delilah not, hit, though, wasn't it? Yeah, but, like, more 80s stuff. Like, mm-hmm. um, and we'll get into it when we, like, get into music. That 80s shit, like, you know, like, Lay Your Hands on Me, which is, like, a song I'll talk about later, um, from Thompson Twins or whatever. Just very melodramatic 80s music was my soundtrack to reading Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And it fits so perfect because Harry Potter is so dramatic, you know? Yeah. So it would always be something like that. And it was, like... It was so good, like slow motion, you know, and then we just like both and we both like cry a little bit. But it's so interesting because it's like the way these like what appear to most people to be relatively generic pop culture figures Mm -hmm. and have a whole relationship with him. Critical. Yeah. Like, yeah, like pieces of your formation of your identity and your like sexual like appetites for the rest of your life are based on this is like yeah kind of random 12 year old who got cast in this movie (laughs) yeah (laughs) and like i when deathly hallows came out uh, there's like okay there were there were like a couple different different chapters that i reread all the time so the like one was the big battle in half-blood prince when like you know all the shit's going down because it's so dramatic you know and then um 
the other ones were the chapters where like uh, Ron uh, has the horcrux and he like comes back and, and like basically the chapters where like him and Hermione are like fighting and it's like the most lovesick and like sad I would reread all the time because I just love like emotional Ron Weasley yeah and then when he like you know when they break it and whatever and when they kiss I read so many fucking times because I was like this is the only way that I feel love and joy I mean it's <laughs> you know? powerful and very emotional and yeah and yeah you really feel it like when you're younger I do feel like it's interesting because, like, looking back, those scenes in particular are an example of, like... I mean, Ron is basically, like, an he's incel. He's being shitty, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's basically being... just a guy who's, like, she doesn't want to fuck him, and that's it. But and then, the thing... But my thing was, like, goes, oh, like, I... Yeah. I hate you. I love To Harry it. and... Yeah. And I, it's so relatable. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of, like, this example of, like incredibly ugly behavior that appears in the Harry Potter book where they just go like, but then he does get to fuck her. So it's okay. Mm -hmm. Like the solution isn't like any growth on his part. It's just that then Hermione realizes she was wrong to not fuck him. Well, I think like what it it was for me at least was like, it was a combination of, I relate to him, you know, because like, why doesn't anything work for me? And I, I think like, I had best friends that were very like hairy, like in that, you know, they were just like the people. I know. Pe- this know? is our last episode. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, um, so it was that. And also just like my, like as much as I want to be like saved or whatever and like taken care of, I have that savior, savior complex where I was like, no, I understand him. And you just like, he like, he like just needs this. And like, I would be the person that would like provide that and like love him. And he would like be good. And it is sad because he is obsessed with this super smart chick. And Mm -hmm. And we all kind of know reading this book that it's like, yeah, uh, the super smart chick should probably get with the super smart guy and yeah. not just get with the dumbass. Like, listen, he's not a dumbass, mm-hmm. but like, he's not an intellectual. Like, it's yeah. like she should go with somebody who's right for her, and he should find somebody who's right for him. You know what's interesting? And it's very f- contrived that they end up together. Oh yeah, what's interesting is like I always thought it was interesting that Emma Watson was in that dream. Like that I had when I of was of course younger. because you were playing her part in the movie and I was so what was she doing and you know what I think like not to be so you know like analytical about it but I think part of it is if she's not there he's not picking me you there know you what go. I mean there you go like I'm a choice he picks me instead of her in my yeah. world if, if I'm just yeah. there then I'm just the only option you know yeah. and I and I so craved someone to choose me i oh think my God. and still do yeah you need yeah. to be elevated above hermione <laughs> yeah and the thing is is like i did take the test on pottermore yeah and like it's basic as hell but like i am a gryffindor you know so there like- you go folks <laughs> uh that's the end of the episode she is we, a gryffindor we would have anyways that was like a long detour on my there's so Ron much Weasley so much to go Rupert through Grant. there though of this like connection between kind of if not disability, you know, like mm. rehabilitation and sexuality. I think, I think I, I think when I like being raised by someone like my mom, who is so like strong, like as a personality and a person, whatever, like kind of, I, you know, I just like mimicked her all my life, you know? So I feel like it at some point, it takes like an external force to make me feel vulnerable and, and like 
I want that so badly because that's like the secret part that people don't get to see, you yeah. know? So it's like a lot of it is is body shit, you know? And yeah. it's still one of the only, like I was doing a fucking acting class like last year and I like messed up my foot in that class and then I was on crutches for the rest of the class and like I cried more <laughs> than I had ever cried in that class. It was like the last level of it and because being on those crutches like I felt fucking you... useless wow. I felt so pathetic like people would get to do stuff that I wouldn't get to do and I just felt terrible and then I would just like cry and then someone would hug try to hug me and I'd be like fuck off don't hug me even though like I probably wanted someone to hug me but also you're just like in acting class and then you're end up kind of actually having real emotions about like oh well that was the whole class it was like it. meisner shit it was all like oh, you know i feel this you feel this I yeah feel i'll this. bet you walked you're into that this. class you walked into that class with like crutches and the teacher was just like oh yes no she oh, was so mean to me she was so mean to me the meisner. whole time even though i like showed up on crutches after literally fucking up my foot in her class <laughs> like what? the first week yeah i was working really hard <laughs> jesus christ where the where the where's this class black box it was great i mean oh, i was God. miserable the whole time but i learned a lot so, but i have to be an actress to get to have an onset romance yes you really do i mean so what's so funny about this the first thing i thought of when we began all of this story it was me thinking of the story you told on uh the last episode i was on which was you having a crush on Aaron Carter. Oh, yeah. But the important thing to me was that the way you got it was that you were a backup singer. I was a backup dancer. It's like you had, it's like you grew up inside of Hollywood and you're like, well, I, you're like, oh, and I was his makeup artist's assistant. Well, I was like the most subservient into all that shit. But you know what it is? It's just like the fucking fantasy. The the Rupert Grant Aventura Mall fantasy is because I, I think I love the idea of like, we are in a confined space or like we are always together the and mall, like so yeah. you have to fall in love with me if you have free reign you're like not you're not yeah. gonna fall in love with me if we're like on a set like you know working on a movie for months you know we're like a whole unit i feel All like i gotta say is it's it's very like uh maybe i'm striving chainsaw massacre you're like, yeah. you're like, we got to have closed walls so you can't escape. But then also I'm injured. <laughs> so you have a moral conundrum. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> okay. We need to get back into your story because we talked a lot about that. You, you've introduced your care, your, your three main characters. Right, back to Alex, Alex, and Alex, uh, Alex, and knee. Alex, knee, so Alex. let's go with knee. All right. Okay. Knee, things develop with just like kind of these random like someone has a birthday party and then me and all the Vietnamese students and the yeah. American students get together and I talk to Knee there and like we talk through our kind of like what we can with the language, right? What mm -hmm. we can do. And there's all these gaps. But is it, is it big? Is it like easy to talk to? It her? is. That's what's so amazing about it. It's yeah. like neither of us can communicate perfectly, but then like nevertheless it's so easy mm -hmm. and you don't know what they're saying at the time. And, and yet like you both kind of know anyway. And wow, I don't know. That's so cool. <laughs> that's like chemistry, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. And so that's kind of happening, but like it's not happening cause you know, who cares? And, um, uh, meanwhile, at some point, Alex, the Vietnamese man uh -huh. tells me to come meet him at his school. Okay. I get over there. And Alex is like, hey, I have a proposal for you. And I'm like, 
<laughs> what? This is like a small scary. business? <laughs> and he's like, my friend, uh, let's call her Alice. I don't remember. Wait, wait <laughs> Alice, why would I pick, Alice, why why would would I pick even ever? the other closest name? <laughs> let's call her Rebecca. No. Uh, what are, Jenny. Jenny. Let's call her Jenny. I can't remember her name. He's like, my friend Jenny, um, she is a gay woman, mm-hmm. but she... Her family is very wealthy, but they have refused to give her her inheritance because she's gay and uh-huh. won't produce any offspring. That's very sad. So she wants a baby. And he was like, so I told her I'm friends with this guy. <laughs> hey, you need a baby? I know a guy with a dick. <laughs> and she was like, what color are his, his eyes? Oh my god! And he was like, "Baby blue, blue. baby blue, baby." <laughs> and she was like, "Excellent, just what I'm looking for." <laughs> it's like one of those, you know, when you go to McDonald's now and they have that com- soda computer. Yeah. And you can pick like one I third Dr Pepper to it. two thirds. Yeah. <laughs> it was like her going like, "Yes, uh, baby this blue eyes." This is the combination that I seek. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> We're just standing there in the middle of the cafeteria, standing. We didn't even sit down for this. <laughs> just and very I'm just casual. Like, what are you saying? And then because this is like the horniest guy in the world, instead of saying like wink or you know what I'm saying, he says like, we'll take your sperm. I need your sperm. We'll give her your sperm. You can give her your sperm. She'll take your sperm inside of her <laughs> vagina. And then he like do Eat a it lingos. All up, do a little gobble gobble of that sperm. Get it real up there. And then he like Duolingo's like uterus. And he's like, uterus. We'll put it in her uterus. <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, uh, duh. And, and he was like. Was part of you like, wow, thank you. So he's like, wait. Okay. So he's like, uh, uh, yeah. Like, um, well, yeah, basically I'm like uh, literally. Mm-hmm. literally i feel like a stud yeah like, not like oh i feel like a stud i literally am like oh i'm like genetically favorable yeah yeah but i'm just like well this is silly <laughs> don't be a silly pilly alex silly even though it's like you real human destiny wild boy yeah. <laughs> you're being a goofball <laughs> by asking you're for real, my seed you're a real goof <laughs> so i'm just like um I mean, geez, Alex, come on. <laughs> you know, I'm doing that thing where I find my, I like, I'm like looking at myself and I'm like, you're not, why aren't you saying no? I'm not saying yeah. no. Instead like of saying affirmatively, like, like, yeah. Instead yeah. of saying no affirmatively, I'm going like, oh, what are you talking you about, crazy. buddy? You know, it's like when someone asks you if you're lying, instead of saying I am or I'm not, you go like, why would I lie? <laughs> I was going like, I was legit going like, why would I do that, Alex? Weird tell me reaction. no seriously tell me why like <laughs> give me pros and cons <laughs> i don't know why i reacted in that way i just really was like i guess i was just kind of like trying to be like i was in like this kind of semi-nihilistic state where i was yeah. like you know i'd been broken up with and i was in this new country All is dark <laughs> yeah and i was just like well i feel like i shouldn't say no to anything i don't know <laughs> I, I, I mean don't say yes to anything but this don't is say my no life. yeah, yeah. And it's like I wonder if he had asked me to, like, contribute a kidney instead. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I would have reacted the exact same way. I'm sure I would have been like, 
Oh, oh, Alex, a kidney. I need those things. Come on. What do you, why do you, why do you, do you really want it? Do you really want my kidney? Where? Where should we go to get it taken out? And like, I end up like just going home and I'm like, that was silly. And then I talk to my friend and I'm like, can you believe that he asked me that? And she's like, that's crazy. But I'm like, yeah, imagine if I did that, like kind of thing. And she's like, yeah, I mean. Would be kind of insane, dude. And I asked my friend, and I'm trying to use my friend as like a source of no. Like yeah. I'm trying to like ask her it so that she'll say no. Yeah. And I'm like, it's stupid, right? And she's like, yeah, but it's also like, wow. And I'm like, oh, wow, like no, right? Yeah. And she's like, wow, like, goddamn. <laughs> like no one's giving me moral clarity. Yeah, yeah. I want moral a final word on this and no one's giving it to me i kind of am just like sitting there and i'm like what the fuck do i have going for me oh my god i'm just like all right i was in love with this american woman she doesn't want me i'm 20 years old i'm 20 <laughs> years old i w i'm in love with this vietnamese woman but nothing's really happened nothing's gonna happen there yeah so i mean no i mean i can't and then, of course, I'm, like, aware that it's also, like, morally just bizarre to be kind of, like, I mean, she wants, like, a blue-eyed, like, these are literally, yeah. like, poisonous. I mean, clear, it, he makes clear over and over, like, you will never speak to this baby again. <laughs> yeah. You will never speak to this woman again. As far as you know, the baby doesn't even exist. Right, exactly. <laughs> we just need your sperm. <laughs> and I think I said something. I was so fucking dumb, dude. Like, I think I literally said something, like, well, no, I would want to talk. I mean, I wouldn't want to never talk to it again. <laughs> I was like such an asshole. Yeah. And and I'm so I'm just sitting there going like, and but like the deep, I don't know if this is deep, but like some part of me is just going like, I mean, like it'd be crazy to like know that you had a child on the other side of the yeah. world, right? Which is like an extremely like colonialist like Well, it's also mindset. just like the kind of stuff that you... I feel like there's so many thoughts like that that you have when you're around that age where you're like, it would be crazy if this thing, right? Exactly. Like, That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. Everything for me was like a game back then. Mm -hmm. There's no it's real life. Serious. All you've done is like go to college. And, yeah. and so everything for you is just this kind of like, that'd be quite a concept. Wouldn't <laughs> you know, like conceptually, it's kind of fucking sick. You it's know, conceptually mind blowing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would love to be doing acid a couple years from now and be like, what? I have a oh, baby. Yeah, my kid. <laughs> it's like, I like want to be doing a Ted talk when I'm 30 and telling everybody like, for example, another interesting concept. A thing I that have I, a baby out there that I've never met. And everyone's you, just like yeah. not applauding. And you I'm like, you want to hear about my rich life and like history yeah. and story, you know, <laughs> like here's a thing. <laughs> exactly. It's all yeah. about like enriching your life story. It's That's almost totally like, what I'm it's thinking. like on survivor when people make like pointless, big moves to build their resume up so that they can get jury votes at the end. That's basically what it's like. It's like, what's another interesting fact that I can have to build my resume to yeah. be an interesting person. Right. <laughs> and you know, that basically is like, you know, I, I, I was a person who thought like Survivor was dumb at that age, but I was basically wow. using okay. those ethics. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, I, I literally was a Survivor contestant. Yeah. So I'm sitting there going like, and, and now the balance of these three things comes into play, right? Mm, yeah. This crush is developing, this chemistry is developing with me. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going increasingly interested in this American person, Alex. Which is stronger? Are they just different? Me. Me. Okay. And. She's unattainable. She's exotic. But I spent, Yeah. Well, not exotic, but just like she's just she's like intellectually, like, <laughs> yeah. no, like she's like 
has things to say. You no, know? yeah, I believe you. And then the um, baby. <laughs> so that's the third <laughs> option. Okay. So then finally we reach uh, basically this chemistry built between me and me. And, and then all three of these things explode in different ways. All right. Okay, and yeah. here are the explosions in a row. Boom, boom, these boom. These probably literally happened within like a week or two of each and other. And that's my okay? favorite part about all of these things. Yeah. yeah. So the first thing is Alex and I meet with the woman who wants to have my sperm. Oh my God. We meet at like a roadside bar, which just literally means these plastic stools like on a street. Yeah. And we're having beer. And, and Alex is like translating because like she can't speak English. Yeah. So she's going like, uh, and I can't speak Vietnamese. So she's going like, blah, 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 blah. And then Alex will be like, yes. And then it'll turn to me and be like, she says you can orgasm right inside her. Like, it's really, just like, though? Literally, oh literally. God. I'm not kidding in any way. And I'm just oh sitting there like, God. I'm like, you're making this like way less attractive because yeah. you're like appealing to like the weirdest part of yeah. why I would want to do it. You this. weren't a virgin, right? <laughs> no, no. No, yeah. Okay. Okay, so that's a conversation that happens. And like, you know, I could talk about just that conversation for a while, but like that happens. And then like a week later, so then I uh, meet with Nee at this bar and we're all hanging out. We're obviously some drinks. And I'm an ass at that time. So, like, I'm loud and I'm, like, the funny guy there. Mm -hmm. And at some point, I take off my shirt. You're the funny, tall American, blue-eyed boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, and you're, your blue you're eyes. A, you're a main attraction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a freak show. <laughs> and I, like, take off my shirt at some point, like, to be funny, which I, like, did a lot then. You did. Do, I feel like you mentioned that. Well, you know, that was before time. I took classes at Second City. And I just learned <laughs> that, like, taking off your shirt is real low comedy. So, I, like, take off my shirt in this bar and knee stands up and like drains her beer and like all of a sudden like everyone oh like turns to look at her i'm so excited and she looks at me and she says and she like looks at everybody else and she says you have offended my standards of beauty wait what that's not what leaves. i was expecting what were you expecting i was expecting that's not what i was expecting either Okay, I was literally picturing, like, you're in a bar and being rowdy. I was picturing, like, 27 dresses, the scene where James Marsden and Katherine Heigl are, like, getting drunk, and they, like, are listening to Benny and the Jets, and they're singing, and then they make out. I thought she was going to get up and no. make out with you because you're so funny. In a word, no. Oh, my she God. She stood up. I'm so disappointed. And, like, humiliated my body in front of every all of our friends. You, you have offended my standards of beauty is that yeah, that's what she said she was like you're offending my culture's idea of beauty or something like that I i'm gonna what take up my shirt mean? now okay no. i am this is this is actually a shirt i bought there by the way but yeah i've seen you without a shirt at many a show you, what you, are you talking about i saw you you did a bit with your where you like drew some shit on oh, your yeah, yeah. yeah yeah i do that it one was bit. funny yeah but all i'm saying is like <laughs> Listen, I have a horrible Guys, body, okay? Ryan is literally shirtless in the studio. My shirt, my body shirtless does look like that little statue of that <laughs> Athenian boy who's peeing. I look like the little Athenian boy who's peeing into the mouth of like a clam Ryan, or whatever. Ryan, you're offending my, my standard of beauty. That's what she said. But I, that is such I didn't, a crazy combination of words. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It was very like literal, right? It was yeah. just very like, wow, that was like all encapsulating. <laughs> She literally, it was like she said, like, you know, for the Greeks, they have, like, Persepolis. Uh -huh. Is that, am I using the right word? I don't know. Like, they have the Temple of Athena. Yeah. And then whatever the opposite of that is, is that's what you, what you are. are. It was like she was like, 
So there's a thing called the golden ratio. Yeah. You have the cow manure ratio, like whatever your body is, right? But she liked you before, right? Who knows what the fuck was going on, right? Yeah. It's so easy to believe, when, to take it literally, like, because uh-huh. you're just like, well, we had chemistry, but I guess we didn't. I guess we were just talking, but I misinterpreted because, like, we were interpreting between each other. Yeah. So this was a moment where I was like, I have never been more like just shut down by a woman than being no, that's publicly awful. body shamed, that's right? That's terrible. All right, this brings us to our next thing because it got worse, which is with yeah. Alex, we were hanging out. We're on this kind of like tour of the country and late one night we like pick up some beers and I'm like dragging my feet behind her and she's like, what's going on? And I'm like, you have a funny crush. You're funny. And I think you're, I think you're a crush. <laughs> Crushed you, lady. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe we. I, just we, gonna, I wanna. I want you. I do little laughs when I'm with you, and uh, we're always doing little laughs. And together. I just feel like I don't know. You're kind of like a cool and a very nice uh, person. Really. What do you think? For me, a girl, you are a good one. <laughs> we're being real, like ra- morning radio DJs. <laughs> yeah, I like it. And this is what she said. She said, "Uh, okay. Uh, I think you should take that crush." and hold it in your hand and put it in your pocket. Why? And then she said, let's go back to the party we were at. <laughs> so literally what the with, fuck? within like a couple weeks, like two women just fucking like a car compactor Pop. just like crushed, crushed. my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> crushed podcast. Crushed podcast. I'm moving this all around. So that happened. What the f- Wait, did she actually like say those words? Literally, like both of them said things that like Wait, we I think. Wait, I have to take a video of you. These are things that we think like women shouldn't say, like when we- men ask them out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and like honestly, like you should because it so clarified things. I mean, yeah. I mean, at like, least you just know where the like, person's at. Oh my god, a hundred percent you do. And like, yeah, it was cruel, but it's like if you're not cruel, then the person just thinks oh i still have a shot but with did them. you like, did you feel led on a- up until that point not really i mean we just been hanging out a lot i it's felt just, led yeah. on with with me but with alex it was like we just hung out and we made each other laugh all the time yeah and then i was like i like you and she was like i don't, I don't. so it's like yeah she didn't really lead me on yeah so this is like the phase where now I've had this proposal to have a child oh and God. every woman I know on the, the only planet. The woman that wants me is the yeah, gay one who just wants my wa- sperm. The only woman that wants me views me. But she'll me. let me come inside her. Right. <laughs> a little orgasm. Just a little orgasm that'll you produce a human being. Tiny, tiny. What is it? Le, the little death? What is it? The, the little death. Yeah. Le petit mort. Le, le, the French. Le petit mort. <laughs> Do you, would you like to have le petit, le petit mort? mort? <laughs> Sir moi? Oh my God. And also Vietnam was. Is that a pickup line? Hey, yeah. hey would you like to have le petit mort? <laughs> yeah, that's a great pickup line is telling a guy, would you, like to you don't have, have to a wear a condom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's like the kind of pickup line that's just far enough that a guy is like, that scares the shit out of me yeah. and doesn't turn me on. And I'm like, wait, what? You don't want le petit mort? <laughs> Especially if you're doing like a fake French accent. Yeah, yeah. it's my favorite. Every guy's like, I literally can't this do one. French chick just asked me to have a petite mort inside of her. <laughs> but my Duolingo won't tell me what that means. A petite mort? I don't know. Okay, sorry. I want you to petite mort inside me. <laughs> the hottest words a woman can say. Yeah. So, 
The only person that wants you is the gay one that wants yeah, your baby. Yeah, she doesn't really want me. She just yeah. used me as like a Punnett square. Yeah. For her recessive genes. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so then I'm like really considering doing it because I'm just like, well, well, clearly I've left the gene pool. Like, <laughs> I might as well try to leave something for my children, but you which got will those be blue my eyes children. And, and they're your blue, your yeah. blue eyes. I want to leave something for my children. They're blue, they're eyeballs. <laughs> That's what happens when a man uh, has sex is he just leaves his eyeballs inside yeah. of the woman and she fills out the rest. Guys, we also know science she on this podcast. From you know, you really have your father's eyes <laughs> and nothing else. <laughs> Everything else is me. So you're considering it, which is hilarious. I know. It's like so sick. And I'm like, do I tell but when my... You've been, what can scrape you off the ground? But dude, we're better. talking also about like legal shit at this point. Like I'm yeah. like, I'm thinking about it and I'm like, also, like, what if that starts a war or something? Like, I don't know what's going on. What if I'm so important that this starts a war? <laughs> I mean, I, I, no, know, I know. I'm like, when's it's, the last time crazy. somebody impregnated? Like, yeah. I'm just like, uh, do I tell the embassy before I leave? Like, by the way, I left a baby here. Is that uh, cool? Is that going to be a problem for yeah. you guys? Like, But it's a touching story. You see, her family doesn't accept her. <laughs> <laughs> like they yeah, have I mean, obviously, yeah, I'm like, I have the least bad story of any of these people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then a series of events happen, which like very, so basically, it's not like I've like made any plans to do this thing. I'm just like, I will get messages from Alex occasionally that are literally like, how are your sperms doing? Oh my God. <laughs> I want a friend like him. He'll send me a message. It's like, I hope those swimmers are strong. Oh my God. Like Michael Phelps? Is that right? Like, <laughs> no. I don't know. Like, because of Winter Olympics or something. Yeah. And he's like, so then all of a sudden, it's my birthday, my 21st birthday. Party, party. And I'm in a room alone with Alex, the American woman. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, we make out. I don't know what happened, but everything. Oh, so I'm always yeah. drunk in this country. I'm never sober <laughs> yeah. in this country. And that yeah. probably also explains a lot of my For thinking sure. For and sure. my shirt taking offing, yeah. which doesn't explain right now. But <laughs> um, yeah, here I am five years later and I'm like, still a funny bit. <laughs> the old shirt taking off bit, especially on a complete on a, audio medium. On a, yeah, audio medium. You guys cannot see, but it's true. <laughs> I hope at the end of this podcast is like Maury and you bring my child in. Yeah. And I'm like, hello, little and you're one. And the, and the kid it's like really still with the shirt yeah, taking yeah, off yeah. it. The kid rips off his shirt and everyone's like, oh, like That's father, really like son. And they just hug. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he also, he has like red eyes. They're not even close to the right color. They're like just not a right combination spectrum. with the sperms. They just, did, yeah. it just didn't work out. Your sperm were not strong enough. Sorry. You said <laughs> not they strong were. enough to be blue. No. I'm getting all these messages from him and they're like, time for the orgasm, buddy. <laughs> and he tells me like, you two will go to this street. And he like tells me the plans, but I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Okay. All of a sudden, what do you know? A girl who says like, put that back inside your pocket. And meanwhile, there's this whole like suicide B story to all of this is going through this too, but yeah. we don't have time for it. But she's like, she just changes her mind, I guess. I don't know. Like a month later after she says like, put that back in your pocket. She's like- Do you like, think you actively disengaged after like she says, I mean, put that back in your pocket? Part of it probably- Put that thing back where you, what is that from? <laughs> put that thing back where you, so help me. Is that SpongeBob? Annie? No. <laughs> Annie the Orphan musical? No. 
put that thing back down where you uh, found it or it's so a hard knock me. life no i think it's from us. spongebob no it's definitely an- no i have no idea okay sorry go on it's gonna drive me cra- crazy i don't but, care um so uh, well because because if you actively seem disinterested it right. could be the I, thing oh of, i definitely disengage like yeah well yeah let's be honest when she someone, realized what she what she missed out on when she says put those feelings back in your pocket it like turn it's a huge turn off like you're just like it's from Monsters Inc. Sorry. <laughs> oh God. I just had to. I just had to. Okay, go on. It's from Star Wars Inc. It's from Monsters Inc. <laughs> okay. Jesus Christ. So you disengage. That probably makes her more. You become yeah, more attractive to like her. something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's the classic and, narrative. But classic. this whole time, I'm like very like. Please don't tell anybody about the baby thing. Because I'm like, mm. I think correctly assume that like if any woman perspective it person who's interested in me found out that I was that thinking about having maybe, a yeah. international baby, they would be like, Probably what the red fuck flag. is wrong Weird. with that guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Understandable. Uh, rightfully so. People will hear about it now and it will still be true. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so she changes her mind. We make out. Is it great? Do you love making out? It's it's good. Yeah, I, I was so drunk. I have no idea what happened. Yeah. I do vividly remember that we poured vodka on the floor and it no. was, it might've been orange soda. And it was so sugary sitting on the floor that all these ants like Disgusting. crawled around it. Disgusting. And it was beautiful. It was so beautiful. It looked exactly it? like the scene in The Lion King when all the antelopes gather around the watering hole. But it's ants. It was beautiful. Me. And <laughs> up right above the ants, we, we like make out and- <laughs> Right um, above the ants. Yeah. The ants are watching, they're clapping. You can't <laughs> avoid ants in that country. So yeah. yeah, the ants just have to be like, Pretty good. The answer marching. Anyways. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's not a good. Dolalitole. That's my favorite <laughs> DMB yeah. lyric. And um, so yeah, I don't know. I guess we're kind of like together now. We're kind of making out and stuff. Thanksgiving. Oh, you're in thanks. You're there for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh my God. This is all been in the fall. Okay. Now it's Thanksgiving. There's a feast. There's a feast organized by my school. Yeah. With all the Vietnamese students and all the American students. There's turkey there and beer. Cool. And I show up. And you're like, you feel like you're like a thing. Right. I've got my, uh, I, I, you know what? I put my feelings back in my pocket and someone said. You put that thing back where it came from. <laughs> or yeah. Somehow. Just like in Mike yeah. Wazowski. Whatever the yes, fuck that fucking movie is about. <laughs> and It's good. It's about how the power of laughter is a no, good source no. of energy. That's what that movie is about. I Beautiful. Think. Beautiful. Okay. As we all clearly are learning is not true. A podcast is the exact opposite. We have fun. So it's Thanksgiving. And we're at this feast and I'm there with uh, my American girlfriend now. And I'm like, <laughs> cool. And I'm like, you know what? I'm done with that baby shit. Oh, okay. That's good. <laughs> yeah. But Why? it's like. It's like a real like learning moment where I was like, oh, the only reason I totally stopped giving a shit about the baby shit is because like I got a girlfriend. Like <laughs> it made me yeah. be like, you're a bad person. A li- <laughs> you're not a bad person, but I mean, it I was looks 20, like you're, like whatever, you're, yeah, you're, you're constantly, you're like searching for a thing to replace a thing. Exactly. To it's a thing. all about plugging that fucking dark Plug hole in, in my Plug it in. Yeah, Yeah. plug it in, yeah. (laughs) And we're there and we're together and I'm like, here it is. And then Nii walks in and she's wearing this like polka dot dress. And I just look at her and just immediately I'm like, 
oh my god i fucked up so bad uh. even though she told me that yeah, like my body didn't. offended her i was like i should never have given up in any way i, I just have fought for her it and that's like a very like jude law moment mm-hmm. i don't know i've never seen a movie jude law in it <laughs> yes you have i'm sure you have like what like monsters inc the holiday no never closer seen it. no never seen it you'd probably hate it <laughs> well i was for me it's fun it's just like i just like it was like i went with the wrong woman like i oh, went with the fun what, one instead of the smart what have one i done what have i done i was rupert grant that's what i'm saying yeah and i just looked at her and i was like oh my she god walked in what slow the motion in her do? little polka yes, dot dress it was so close to that where i was just yeah. like holy shit like what the fuck did i do <laughs> i wanted to she's blow a graceful up. goddess i wanted to like bomb myself Poor Alex. Poor Alex. But then we dated for a couple months more because I was just like, basically the way this all like generally wraps up. passively date her. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you kind of like use people to fill like a fuck. You know, Mm -hmm. it all began with me literally wanting to die. Yeah. And looking at her and going like, oh, that'd be better than dying. Is to get to know that person. Yeah. And it's like really, it's wrong. You know, I mean, it's just, I'm not, I'm not even like trying to go on like a woke thing here mm-hmm. i'm just like it's just literally is wrong to date a person so that you won't well kill the, yourself. And, and, and it's like, also just like for if the impetus like for dating someone the like reason you're dating someone is something like that like it's never enough because it's not exactly. dating the person just to date the person oh, it's dating no. the person to yeah, fulfill you're always all gonna want the next thing yeah right you're this urge of like validation and then me and, and her shit. fucking and like, dress comes just along. for the record yeah. like I've been in therapy for years. I'm not on that fucking train anymore. Yeah. And if you're into that kind of bullshit, like voracious, just feasting on people's emotions to make yourself feel better, like fix that shit. Like yeah. don't do that anymore. But like yeah. disclaimer over, because who fucking cares? That's boring. <laughs> getting fixed, going to therapy, getting better is oh, boring. Who gives a shit? Okay. No thanks. But, but you like, did it. it. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and then basically like my last day in Vietnam is the very last day. Alex is already gone. Baby girl, presumably crying herself to sleep every night because I she doesn't eyes. have my child. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. And basically, like, Ni takes me to the airport on my night that I'm leaving. Oh, my God. All of the symmetry. And I'm riding on the back of her moped. And I, like, have my arms around her hips. <laughs> yeah. And, like, we oh get there. God. And, like, we park for some reason. I don't know. She has to get gas or she has to pick up something from the hotel, something like that. And she's just, like... We're just sitting. We talk for a minute, and then there's just like a long, long pause. And then I'm just like, "Should I kiss you now, or like in a year when I come back here?" Oh and my she god! Was like, the drama. I don't know. Probably in a year. <gasps> and I was like, "Yeah, you you probably you were into me this whole time. We've known each other, right?" And she was like, "Yeah." And I was like, "What about the thing where you said my body offended your beauty standard?" And she was like. <laughs> I was making a joke. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> and I was like, damn, that's some like cultural yeah. mistranslation. Cause I was like, oh, she's done. I mean, maybe she was embarrassed. She was like, oh God. Embarrassed by my <laughs> bold body. <laughs> embarrassed yeah. by your just your, you know, wild nature. I don't know. I think she just was like a very, you know, self-possessed person who like when I was kind of acting like a dickhead at a bar, she was kind was like, of like, no. shut the fuck up, dude. You know, like yeah. she was just, she was just trying to embarrass me like lightly and yeah. as like a teasing, flirting thing and left. But like, yeah. yeah. So we're just sitting there and I'm just like, 
yeah, I guess I was right when I saw her that one night and was like, oh, like I should have. So, you know, to try to like, there's so much going on here, but like to try to like understand just the crush thing, that was the most crush driven I've ever been in my life. Yeah. Was to have like all these things that I kind of wanted Mm -hmm. and these two different people that I had a crush on at the same time and like just like went for the first one who wanted to crush back and realized it was a mistake. Yeah. But then like realized like even if I went with the, you know, quote unquote right person Mm -hmm. who I had the crush on, I mean, it wouldn't have worked out well. It's all fucking just about you just feeding on your your desires and like... Were you ever going to come back a year later? I mean, maybe I would have if like we had actually started anything, but I think we were both just kind of like... Yeah, we're this both kind of in is. love with each other, but like, what are we gonna do? Like, what yeah. are we gonna kiss now and then just like that's it? Like, it's just kind of like, what's the point? And yeah, that's crazy wildness, though. Yeah, it feels like a lot of high stakes um, drama, and that's like, if you have like one high stakes things going on, everything can be heightened, you know? Right. Because it's like this is my life. And my life is happening right now. And I know yeah. it because someone's asking me to give them their sperm. That's crazy. This is real yeah. life. But then when there's three, yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah, you really freak out. And yeah, and then we had that conversation. I got back under her moped. She took me to the airport. <laughs> I got off. I missed my flight. I had oh to go God. stay in like a seedy. Did you actually? Yeah. Oh my God. I had to go stay in like a seedy motel. And like, I, it was just so anticlimactic, but like. That's so funny. I missed my flight back from L.A. And part of it was like, I know I didn't actually, but I was like, I wonder if subconsciously I missed my flight on purpose because I wanted to like spend one more night with my L.A. crush. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Which probably. I, no, I don't like. Or we're just irresponsible. Or we're just irresponsible. Yeah. And I didn't even end up getting to do that. But. <laughs> but what's so funny about like being a person is like, you know, I lived in the in Little Vietnam in Chicago for a long time, mm-hmm. for like a year or two recently. And um, you don't, like, as a person, like, I don't, I wouldn't go into, like, a Vietnamese restaurant and think, like, it wasn't, like, you know, the Madeline, like, Proust Madeline. Like, I wasn't, like, wow, everything that happened to me back then. It yeah. was, like, oh, yeah, I remember pho. <laughs> like, I'd go into a restaurant and be, like, this is pretty authentic salad. <laughs> you know, you don't remember, like, you don't, well, like, taste the salad and go, like, it's oh, almost her face, like her smell. It's almost like, do you ever have, like, a really long day that once, like, towards the end, you're like, oh, my God, I don't even remember waking up. Like, exactly. it felt like a different day. It's it like, like a too- fucking dream. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's why your Rupert Grint story is just as real <laughs> as something that actually happened. Right? Because yeah. at the end, it didn't happen. It's just a thing you remember Memories eventually. and dreams, what's the fucking difference? No. yeah. <laughs> Especially when those people are so disconnected and far away, they're almost like not real people anymore. <laughs> like Rupert Grant, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Rupert Grant, like, I feel like one day it'll happen, you know, like, well, when I get famous. That's crazy. It's a crazy story. Thank you for sharing yeah. it with me. Yeah. Are you friends with her on Facebook? Have you yeah. ever looked at oh, her Oh, yeah. After I got back, she sent me messages where she was like, I love you. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, it's easy to say when you're far away. To be like, I actually love you. Yeah. Actually, for me, I love you. Para mí, I love it. <laughs> you know what? What? I should look up the me- the message now. Yes. Oh, that's right. Okay, so we called each other. Our nicknames for each other were loud and quiet. That is 
adorable truly though i was loud and she was quiet obviously and i was like hey i think loud and quiet should get together one more time before vietnam gets a little quieter oh my god i like kind of was spitting game back then yeah no i love this i love this a lot i was so much better (laughs) um and she would text me like hey i was at the door 15 minutes ago hurry up long boy she called me long boy i'm obsessed with that (laughs) i'm gonna start calling people long boy i was long boy Oh, that's um, good. And then she sent me... Okay, this is in December 2014. Oh. Hey, Brian. Hope you're doing well over there. I bet it's pretty cold there. Take care of yourself, okay? Sorry for not being there at the airport since I didn't want none of us to feel sad. Anyway, I wish you know I miss the loud a lot. Oh. And then I said, I miss the quiet too. Keep a lookout for some mail. That, I I feel for uh, me, but I feel for you. I feel for everyone in that story. It's, like, a little devastating. Yeah. It's I a real it, global though. feel. Yeah. You want to feel for everyone on the earth right Honestly, now. Honestly, I think it's, like, really, um, there's a lot of perspectives to like that can be delved into, you know? And I think a lot of people can connect <laughs> to different <laughs> stories. I and hope I hope so. she listens. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Should we talk about music to finish, to wrap this up real Great quick? Great idea. Great yeah. idea. Okay. How about you? Is there any... No. Um, well, I will tell you, I can give you the... Wait, before... Hold on. A scene for the upcoming company play called... Put that thing back where it came from, or so help me. <laughs> there we go. It's a musical. Yeah. Put that thing back where it came from, or so help me. Get that oh. thing away from me. Oh. Put that thing back where it came from, or I'll poke myself in the eye. Okay. Okay. Um, so I sent you a list. Yeah, you of did my send songs. me a list. Um, now and read they're this, all this, from. Oh, should I just read them? Straight? Read the list. Okay. Here's Brian's list of oh on this mu- on this 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 podcast we listen, we talk about <laughs> yeah Jesus we, Christ <laughs> I'm fucking tired it's 10:45 just, just read them they'll get it at this point it's about music that we listen to to feel it <laughs> <laughs> um this is Brian's list you two a sort of homecoming you two stay you two California. You too. The troubles. Yeah. We got a whole Because remember, it was 2014. So this is when that U2 album came out that everyone had because yeah. they forced it in your and iPhone. And you listened. And I was like, this is the best album ever. <laughs> really? And everyone else was like, this, what did Tyler, the creator, was like, this album is a herpes wart on my iPod collection. And I'm like, oh shut the God. fuck up. It's your fucking iPhone. <laughs> Who fucking cares? It's not like wow. your mom. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, this is the thing <laughs> yeah. I was a huge dick about because I liked that U2 album. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, and also remember I was in Vietnam, so I didn't really have Wi-Fi or anything. Mm. So I could only listen to what happened to me on my phone, which was just this it record just that, that they had that forced on. so funny. So I only could listen to U2 all the time. Oh my God. Should we listen to like, we'll listen to the first one you put on there. Sure. Yeah. Incredibly uh, beautiful song. Yeah. I the was, first two are old songs of theirs, but yeah. they're really beautiful. And they really helped me through like all this shit.
basically. Yeah, and, and you know, we're not going to listen to all these songs, but the, yeah. there is the song California by them, which is from that record that Let's we all had to, to have. Because I don't think I've listened to that. It starts off really hilariously in that they're doing the uh, the uh, Beach Boys thing of ba 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 ba. Oh God! Wait, um, before I forget, uh, do you ever listen to the Chameleons? No. You'd like them. That's just like that era of. Oh. I don't know. They're Reverb rock. severely underrated. Um, so fucking good. One of my favorite bands of all time. I'll check them out. Uh, listen to the Live at the Academy albums. They're very good. Okay, cool. Uh, okay. So this is a song, uh, California, that's like, it starts off really hilarious and dumb, where there's like church bells for no reason. Yeah. And then they're going like, Bar, Bar, Barbara, Santa Barbara, which is like, the part California, of California they were in. Yeah, it's like so cheesy, but like I don't care because it's so earnest. Like yeah. it's so easy for me to just not give a shit. But yep, then I hear it. But then it gets into the song and like it's kind of this like synth pop jam. Like skip like 30 seconds okay. or a minute ahead. Oh god, I can't like I'm like, no, once you hear it, you'll get it. And then no. it plays and I'm like, no, it's so <laughs> cheesy. It's okay. But the chorus is this like synthy, synthy jam. Yeah. And the lyrics are all like about this really evocative thing for me of sitting there looking at yourself crying in the mirror. Like that's that one of the first lyrics. It was a thing that I did a lot then. Mm-hmm. It was like, like this this idea of this kind of navel gazy like all you have is yourself. Like, oh, look at my And you're sorrow. so alone. Yeah. And you're just sobbing. But yeah. it's like you kind of love yourself for it in this, like, okay. It's almost list. like you're performing for yourself. A little bit, yeah. Like, I feel it so much. I want to see it. I but you're only see doing that because there's nothing else for you. I mean, no one else gives a shit who you are. <laughs> yeah, this part's pretty cool. This is fun. Yeah, this is great. Well, like, speaking of 80s synthy stuff, so, like, oh, my God, I'm going to fucking slap you. Oh, no, a dice avalanche. <laughs> oh, God. Well, okay, no, but speaking of, like, 80s synthy, whatever, blah, blah, this is the kind of shit that I was listening to um, when I was reading Harry Potter that is so, like, ingrained in me. But it's also just, like, 80s music is kind of, I might say my favorite music, Maybe, I don't know. Probably it's like a it lot of it. Was a great it. decade. Um, yeah, and like not in like a whatever that ooh, means. Fucking throwback. Like I just listened to it, you know. Yeah. This song, which is just like I think the perfect, like it totally encapsulates that like uh, melodramatic vibe that I thought went so good with Harry Potter, <laughs> and it's uh, voice <laughs> voices carry by Till Tuesday. You know the song. Where it's like, it's like desperately sad, but like kind of sexy at the same time. Right. Yeah, I know the song. Yeah. And just very, like, very atmospheric. Like, yes. Really takes you along the mood. And the other part of it is like the stereo that I would li- that I would listen to uh, that was in my room had like blue light that would like kind of fade in and out. <laughs> so it was like blue light, and then like this song and Harry Potter, and it was like fucking mood man it was so good (laughs) 
Oh, damn. This chorus. So good. Shit. So good. I didn't see these uh, chord changes coming. But yeah, it's really funny to imagine, like, I mean, Rupert Grant was, like, 15 when these movies came out. Yeah. And just, you're just like, he's like a gothic sex god. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, he was like a nerdy That's acne teenager. That's just what I'm thinking of, like, with this song, you know, with, like, covers over my head and, like, a little, like, light. Damn. Now he tells me tears are something to The hide. blue light. That's all it takes face. when you're really young is like a blue light from Hysteria and you're oh, like, I'm yeah. on Mars. Yeah. Wow. Now we're so desensitized. Yeah. I gotta get to this build up though, where she a thing that I still I listen to fucking all the time when I'm like feeling dramatic. It's the best. It's this right here. Oh, he wants me. The only part of the time. Which is a thing I totally oh, I love. He wants me. If he can keep me alive. I was like, oh. damn. That synth so player true. is just like going. I know for what it. you're going through, babe. Yeah. But though when I was little, I did think that she was saying, I was like, is she saying this is scary? <laughs> <laughs> hush, hush, keep it down now. This is scary. <laughs> I did think that for a while. I what was did like, she no. say? She says voices carry. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's because this he, is scary. She needs hush, to stop hush. fucking crying like a little bitch. No, yeah, <laughs> that's. I've always said that yeah. about her. Um, the other, the other big one is um, I've realized that if I were an '80s band, I would want to be something cool like Joy Division, but like I am, I would be in the Thompson Twins. Oh, these guys. right. This song. This was another one that I that I just like. I remember hearing so much. You at were night. like literally listening to this tween music, which is what it was intended as in the early '80s. Yeah. But you were listening to it in the mid 2000s, yeah. completely unironically. You were like, love it love it and I can never detach like if I don't know what to listen to it's it's like I will always go back to like 80s you know this song always evokes just like a sense of terrible ennui for me because I just associate it with like yeah it's really it's moody, so moody but I also have only ever heard it playing like in a retail store or something oh. so it just makes me think of like yes this is the sound of like death slowly approaching well Actually, wait, no. Stay with me. Lay your hands on me is a better one. Loving. Wait, wait. Yeah, no, but this is like Halloween music. No, no, because the chorus, though. Very spooky wait. love. Listen to baby. the chorus, it's so beautiful. It's so. It's I, I think it's what love sounds like sometimes. Oh, yeah. But they're just so nerdy weird, you know? I'm inspired. Just like imagine like like Rupert Grin is like there. <laughs> I see your face and sense the grace and feel the magic of your touch. Oh, lay your hands. That's fucking beautiful. Please fix my broken foot. Get me some advice. 
Oh, I love that. Just like a little ex- little explosion. Though. Leave me for dead, Rupert. <laughs> Let Anyways. the wolves find me. <laughs> Anyways, those are my 80s picks. So 80s. Wow. I was not, I did not see that coming. Right? I mean. I was embarrassed to pick like a U2 song and then you oh, were like, no. no. Fucking Thompson Twins. Fucking uh, Icicle Works. Like, you give me all said, of them. Like, Flock of Eagles. The word neon. Like, you've just been like, and I mean, my music pick is. Yeah. It's all that shit. Heathers. I have, it's, it's, but, but, but I think it's like. Like a John Hughes movie. Well, no, because like what it is, especially what it is, is that it's like so sincere and it's so dramatic and like, that's how I am, you know? Yeah. Okay. We should wrap it up. All right. Because I think we've been recording for a while. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, Berber. We have. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hard drive's full. Brian. Thank you so much for being my, I think, second return guest. Hell yeah. Um, I needed to be. What? Yeah, that was such a vital story for the uh, Classroom Crush canon. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing. Um, Thanks for listening, everybody out yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, do you want to plug anything? No. God, you're so cool. <laughs> I have nothing in my life. By the way, guys, Brian's still shirtless. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Um, I'd you like have, to well, plug my now. body. Yeah. I'd just like Come everyone check to check it body. out. <laughs> Go you to can, a show. I might take my shirt off. I won't take pictures, but I'll let you take pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As I did at that show the other night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll be good. Um, you, sh- you sure you don't want to plug anything? No. Okay. Uh, you know what? This has been pure, and we're talking about earnest motion. Mm. I don't. I don't have shit to plug right now. Sick. I just want people to plug their own motherfucking hearts right now. Plug away. Shout out to your own heart. Shout listener. out to your heart. Um, give yourself a kiss in the mirror. Give a little kissy kiss. And feel. Weird and give yourself it. a petit, le petit mort. <laughs> I'd just like to plug the whole idea of transitioning from the traditional American l'orgasme mm. uh, towards the French. Just look at yourself in the mirror and say, I deserve a le petit <laughs> Look for our and ads on YouTube. Yeah. In between your shitty videos, there's yeah. going to be something like, try le petit, le petit mot. <laughs> Au revoir. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, that's not the end. Bye. Um, but wait, um, uh, follow me. I will plug my Twitter. Follow me, Almond Milk Hotel. What's wrong with me? <laughs> follow me. Uh, follow the show, Classroom Crush. Please rate, review, subscribe, what up, blah, 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 blah. Uh, tell me your crush story on the review. Um, Ooh. Uh, you. I think next week. I think next week is the season finale. Yeah, with Mama and Kiss Boy. No, just Kiss Boy. I don't even know how it's going to. Oh, it's not both. Okay, okay. No. Not on the show. Still, Kiss Boy, it's great. Kiss Boy is gonna be fun, I think. Kiss Boy hasn't already had an episode, right? No. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah, and that'll be the season finale. I want to come and watch. No, my mom literally, because I, because I, like the reason I brought it up, like with her was because I had rescheduled it, and I was like, oh wait, are you gonna still be here? Like, should I reschedule whatever? And she's like, let me come and watch. I'm like, fucking no, no way. Right. Totally. Um, but yeah, then I'll be taking a little bit of a break because I'm moving to the Big Apples, and uh, hopefully, then the show will still be good. And I'll she's do moving it there. to Staten Island, everybody. Yeah, she baby. got a job as a third grade art teacher. Honestly, that's my entire vibe, though, as third grade art teacher. So I hope. 
She's <laughs> going to get that hairstyle that uh, Amy Mann has in that. Yeah. Check it out. Bye. <laughs> Sweet dreams, everybody. <laughs>